You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Welcome to the after laugh. I'm here with my favorite guest, Tommy Wakefield. <laughs> Who's here by popular demand? I keep having people going. Oh, I love your episodes with Tommy. I was just telling you, Tommy, that there's a, a woman who listened to the podcast to our episode on polyamory. Oh <laughs> yeah, and she wanted to talk about it. I didn't realize till halfway through the podcast because she was a guest that that's why she came on and that's why she wanted to do my podcast was because she wanted to talk about polyamory. And like, like I, we talked about, like, I don't know shit about polyamory other than like, nah, probably not a good idea. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you know what, Tommy, this is what polyamory is. (laughs) Everything goes, it's a democratic party, man. It is. It's, it's democratic socialism in a nutshell. It's great in theory. (laughs) The idea of not. (laughs) You mean communism? Not not democratic socialism. Yeah, I'm that's about- an objectively good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, not flout out communism. Democratic socialism. Okay. AOC.net. Dot net is basically polyamory. Well, there's your issue. You're using an outdated web browser. Dot <laughs> <laughs> TV? Dot TV, yeah. The problem is is that the idea that it's a great theory. The idea that we love each other, we have each other's back till life, till death do we part, we're good, blah, blah, love, love, true, true, true love. And I'm going to watch you fuck that, <laughs> that girl. Is that what Democrats And then you're going to watch me fuck this guy, and it's cool because we're all inclusive. No borders. Uh-huh. Right? Everything's great. No borders. Okay. I, I, it's great. I see you on the open borders argument. It's more like <laughs> that than it is democratic but, socialism. But, Tommy, you, do you see how... If your brain is okay with that, if if you can like root out the weird jealousy chip that mm-hmm. all of us like monkey men usually have, and you can watch your your girl having joy getting boned by a dude with a huge cock, right? Like, uh, she talked about uh, a phrase called compersion. Compersion is when you experience joy watching someone's joy, right? That's being cucked for our less savvy internet viewers. No, but as a woman, you're not cucked watching a, your man fuck another woman. Sure, but as a man, that's what we would call it. But cucked is like... That's when you pay someone to fuck your girl because it gives you sexual pleasure. Okay. Very similar. Hold on. I, I Yes, for sure. That cucked is also you allow someone to fuck your girl... Because you're so deeply ensconced in your shame and your guilt about who you are, typical far left Democrat, that oh, you allow bullshit to happen what? on your watch. Let me put it this way: I used to love I, I, the, the political comparisons. <laughs> yeah, are I was going to say, I'll put it this way: world. I was watching uh, last week's night with John Oliver. Uh huh. I used to be obsessed with John Oliver. I still love John Oliver. I think he's hilarious. He's I great. think he's a passionate guy who believes what he's talking about. Um, one hundred percent. Uh huh. For sure. Yeah. If I don't know how to put this delicately, because I'm not, so I'm not going to. If 
American, because he's British, if an American black man said, John, I'm going to fuck your wife Uh in front of you for reparations, 100% John, I'd be like, well, if that's what you got to do. That is an insane thing to say. Absolutely he would. Because there is- Is that what you think of Democrats? Is that we're all just like begging for someone to- Fuck our girls? No, but it, it it goes back to the South Park uh, analogy. Everything does. From uh-huh. the movie, the Team America movie. Do you ever see Team America movie? Yeah. You remember the famous, like, there's dicks, there's pussies and assholes speech uh-huh. in the bar? Yeah. It's just that, right? The, Saying like, he's a No pussy. one likes a dick, right? Right. Who wants, who wants a dick? The problem is you need dicks because there are fucking assholes out there. Mm-hmm. And you need a dick to fuck an asshole because if you don't have a dick to fuck an asshole, the assholes are just going to shit over everybody. And a pussy can't stop an asshole. You only need a dick to plug up an asshole. And it kind of applies to like the idea of Team America calling world police. That you, Who is the dick in this political America. analogy? America and is the dick? And assholes are like, like Islamic terrorists, which what are actual fuck? thing. No. Yes. God <laughs> the, damn it. You cannot justify like global imperialism with the South Park scene. <laughs> but that's the whole point of the movie. Right. Yeah, but the movie is like, he's not like, like America is a like, super wise parable on true things globally. Are you saying it's that a Matt satire and Trey, of how the United States is full of shit and should stop blowing people but, up because we're so full of ourselves? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. They are saying like, hey, Guys, don't blow up everything. Like, like, don't but, you get that it's satirical? That speech, okay, like, they're making on. fun of Tommy. Them. <laughs> yes, they're saying don't blow up everything, but blow Which up we do. some shit. Okay, like America needs there to blow up some shit. America just can't be on John Oliver watching his British wife get fucked by an American guy because of his guilt about being like, oh, I can't fucking. Okay, I feel like it's a little unfair to John Oliver. <laughs> I could fuck John Oliver's wife if, no, if you I was couldn't. if I was like, in a wheelchair. No, you could not. John Oliver could if fuck I your girl for 10%, sure. 10%, if any I, girl you've been with, John Oliver could <laughs> fuck. That is one hundred percent. That is the dumbest. Th- you don't understand, Tommy. There are is he actually, as good in bed as you? Doesn't matter. First of all, definitely not. For sure one. not. But but he's balling. He's got. He he's can got fuck money. my girl. He so can you're fuck saying your girl. that any guy with money could just fuck your girl? Is that the way it works? Oh, not my girl. <laughs> Obviously, because <laughs> I got it like that. <laughs> um, okay, he probably could on the sneak tip if he was really shady and was doing I mean, all that weird right? British like James Bond shit. But not in he front was Zazu of me. He was in Lion King. You know what I mean? He can fuck our girl, <laughs> but just- not in front of me. Is my point. I and could you fuck John Gulliver in front of him, and he would. If do I anything. had some sort of like disenfranchised point of view that was expressed through my banging of her, right? I, that's what a cuck is to me. Is my point, right? So the idea back to the the free love polyamory thing. These mm-hmm. guys, yeah, it, it's based on this weird fucking guilt that they have and lack of self-worth and like I don't deserve because I'm just like a timid little they have this whole tallest poppies thing I'll put it this way and I don't know if we mentioned this the last podcast this this is crazy this is for real Mm -hmm. I don't know that much about the whole topic by the way the cuck topic right like the real 
so life is, version of it. Is, I just hear it used colloquially, and that is my understanding. So we do know that there are men, white men, who want mm-hmm. to see their white woman. There is a racial aspect of it on internet porn, yeah. for sure. On Pornhub, I'm dyslexic and lonely. I always go on Hornpub, and I it's hear a it bar used, about unicorns. I hear it used outside of the racial context colloquially to mean, like, pussy now, because cuck, all the other words... equals pussy? Like... Yeah. Online. Yeah. So cuck is like any time a man fucks your woman, really he cuck, he cuck, it's short for cuckold. Right. Right. You're, you're, if your woman cheats on you, you are a cuckold. You've been cuckolded. <laughs> right. So cuck is that. And it's just kind of a guy who doesn't have the balls to stand up for that type Himself. of aggression on his right. relationship or for lack of a better word. Sure. Property or whatever, you know. Not, not property. But like but his, his, what's like, what, what's his, the thing that he has some sort of possession over. The woman that he has. Sure. You're married, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Not a girlfriend, you gotta be married. There it's is a like, legal, it's just someone legal, who has no self-respect. Like you draw a line in the sand and someone steps over it and you do but nothing. But there are people, for whatever reason, whatever abuse happened in, in their, in their youth. Uh-huh being cucked to them like gives them this crazy feeling that they become addicted to right they wa- they they actually do feel feel jealous they well, do I mean, feel people are into weirder shit than that impotent and they see this they go oh look at that giant dick in my girl like oh my god i feel so and they get addicted to that so here's here's a true story uh-huh. a friend of mine was british i think it's a lot of british guys are into the cuck thing oh yeah so a british man self-hating brits and an american black man is okay. like the ultimate cuck equation i don't make the rules sure so this is what this guy wanted he wanted because first of all there's three percent black men in england it, you know their their fetishism of the the black sexuality is an is americanized it is mostly fyi you're saying it's because of america yes because america is the progenitor of all like hip-hop and culture and uh-huh. fashion and sports sure. it's not coming from england i mean what it does is like one dude every three years like look at him so my point is this this was what this guy wanted he wanted to pay her a lot of money to this for this yeah he was super super you're already uncomfortable super, I'm, super i didn't know we were gonna go so deep into this topic we'll, we'll get we'll be done with it all right super super rich british guy he wanted to pay her to be in a relationship with him be his consult so he's already paying for a relationship. He wanted to fly her out. Yeah, he's like multi-billionaire, whatever. Okay. Fly her out to England. I think right? multi-billionaires should feel like this. Yes. I think you should have a horrible shame. Like if when the adrenochrome is all used up, what are you going to do? So you fly to flies her to England, and there's a cuck party. Uh huh. So he's going to watch her get fucked okay. by a black dude. There's a cuck party. You have cuck uh, parties. I hate rich people. Rich, I, uh, yeah, so and That's then he so is going weird. to come in her. Uh huh. She's also having a consensual sexual relationship with this guy who's paying for everything. Sure. And eventually she'll get pregnant, right? Uh huh. So the the maximum amount of cuckness you can have. She has a kid with the she other has a guy? kid, but you don't know whose kid it is. So for nine months, they're like, <gasps> whose kid is it going to be? So he gets what? to have that feeling of cuckleness. For, for nine, nine months? fucking months until the baby comes out. Is he and like either, jerking off the whole time? I have for no idea. For nine months? I have no idea. What is wrong with these? Go to therapy, for the love of God. Isn't that like a little beyond therapy? Like how I do you even know. go to a therapist and go, hey, uh, this is the thing, uh, this, this these extreme are people, thing. 
I feel like that particular guy was like born into money. Oh yeah, I met the guy actually. Like you were born and your parents are billionaires and then you're yeah. like, you're just racked with guilt. Yeah. And instead of like helping the world with your infinite wealth, you decide to do that with your life. Yeah, it's like Lex Luthor when there's no Superman. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it makes me fucking pissed off. There's a lot of it. Who just mentioned, oh, Jim Caviezel, who pay, played Jesus Christ yeah. in The Passion of the Christ, who's a Republican, as you know. I mean, he's Catholic, sure. I guess, so. Great. <laughs> but he went, he went on some speech talking about how, like, in Hollywood, they're adre- adrenochromizing children. What does that mean? Well, the whole adrenochrome thing. Tommy, like melting you, kids down and drinking their well they juice. don't melt them down yeah, like the terminator too uh-huh. but <laughs> they, they draw they draw blood from them and then they they scare them so they got to go boo and when they scare them their adrenaline glands are so like hyperactive and developed at that age that they like they they they, they shoot adrenaline into the blood and then they like then they withdraw their blood. That's so, so they, creepy. That's literally the plot of Monsters Inc. By the way. Oh my god! Like in a Whoa. weird. They scare kids and they fill up these bottles with the energy it produces. Oh my god! And they run their society on it. Hidden in plain sight, right yeah. there. Hollywood, Inc. Hollywood was, conspiracy revealed. So, and the funny thing about that is because you know they've actually I'm make a YouTube video. It, it got it. It got to be enough of a thing that. And look, Harvard and Stanford aren't going to do peer-reviewed studies on like is adrenochrome really a thing, mm-hmm. but they have done studies where um, <laughs> they've taken like the blood of scared kids and go like, is this actually anything that would like make a life longer or make people? And they're like, no, it's not. It's not nothing. It's garbage. It doesn't even scientifically make any sense. That that would be something that they would do or could figure out or distill it in such a Youthful way. Youthful blood infusions? I mean, they do... There, well, there is a... Th- transfusions of young people's blood is a real thing. I have heard that. That's actually... But you're like, saying the adrenochrome doesn't do anything? Based on studies? Yeah, the adrenochrome element of it is like a very minimal thing. And it's... If you're going to have a blood transfusion... They just love you. scaring kids. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point. <laughs> But isn't that crazy? Don't you kind of want to get invited into a Illuminati party just to no. see? Just to see once. Just to be like, oh, what's up, on? Will Smith? I would be scared that I'm going to get killed somehow. Like, it's mm. those people are so insane that I'm going to be revealed as an outsider and I'm going to be like <laughs> circled around and beaten to death with clubs or something. Um, I've had friends who who've told me they've gone to quote-unquote Illuminati parties in LA. Sure. Right? And what they say is like, yeah, they're Illuminati parties, but they're also like not like what you think they are. They're just <laughs> a bunch of rich, old, fat men uh-huh. hiring a bunch of weird fucking people and there's shady shit going on. It, this is rich, old dudes fucking hot young women for money. Yeah, well, it's, it's not that it, It's kind of like the idea, and they do have like, like you'll go into a building and there'll be an elevator that goes down. You're like, there's a fucking elevator that goes down here. That's fucking weird. There's shit like that, right? And like you're and not then, allowed on the elevator. And there's probably well, only like, special. You have the special thing. You have to go down. <sighs> blah blah blah. Like layers. And then there'll be like women in bird cages, like writhing sure. around. But whatever. That's not too far removed from a lot of clubs that you can, you can go sure, to. Sure. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. But I know. I know. Down at the bottom of the elevator, shit gets worse. 
I know that there is a world of darkness and evil that I will never understand. Yeah, I just don't think it's like kids being strung up and getting adrenochrome and Hillary Clinton with a punch ball. It's probably way worse than that. It's probably like fucking Jeffrey Epstein kids getting fucked. Did you see... I do want to talk about... Did you... You probably don't have HBO Max because you're poor, but... Um, I've been stealing uh Did you see Q Into lately. the Storm? Uh-uh. God, I don't watch things. Damn it. We I'm watching Succession that. still. So Q, basically they find out who Q is. Oh, the QAnon. I should watch that actually. Yeah, it's interesting. It, 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 I mean, look, Adam McKay is a producer of it. Love it. And he has a very particular, point very of particular view. set of skill. His point of view is basically like, these guys are fucking idiots. True. So everything he films is, like everything he keeps in the edit, because right. everything he films, everything he keeps in the edit is like geared towards like, Making them Let's look crazy. maximize them look as stupid as possible. Yes. And sometimes you see the strings of him like really trying to make these look people and some of these people are just stupid. It's really just Q, everything related to Q is a bunch of fucking nerds mm-hmm. who were able to like galvanize like, I think in my opinion, some honest, good people who may be a little daft and maybe some veterans who were like, hey man, I just got back from the war and I'm hearing this stuff and it's on the thing and like, I love my country and they're not necessarily racist or evil people, but they're being like, sort of, uh, what's the word? Not brainwashed, there's a different sort of- Basically like, brainwashed. It's kind of cultish. Um, it's like some Jamestown shit to me. By these nerds who are in like the Philippines, like super ner- It's like a bunch of D&D fucking cosplay nerds. Yes. Puppeteering American vets. Through 4chan. Through, through 4chan, which got shut down and became 8chan. <laughs> yeah right and then and maybe there was a different site as well but um it's, it's very interesting we, we can't really talk about it now but basically i think that the general theme is that steve bannon was the original q he was in the white house he got kicked out so he couldn't be q anymore so this guy who's the moderator of the channel was like okay fuck i'm on q and he became q and pretended to be q and everyone hmm. was like wait this isn't the same fucking guy what's going on i was like yeah no i'm the same q guys it was steve bannon so Steve Bannon apparently was maybe the original Q, and this new nerdy like half Asian guy in the Philippines is clearly Q. Like you can tell the whole fucking series that like, this is Q. Hmm. He denies it the whole time, but like he goes, only Q would know what the passcode is. But I'm not. But it's not me. I mean, I know the passcode, but I'm not Q. It's like, dude, come on. He Loki wants credit so bad. Oh, he does. Yeah. He'll, like, do a little smile. Of course. And he'll do like, look, it has to be this guy because his house is only 10 minutes. And look, look at the IP address. And he's the only one who has access to all the fucking information. And he is a dorky, dorky dorkmeister that you of think. Course. And his nemesis is literally like a midget in a wheelchair. It literally has to be anonymous because if any of these people could see who they're taking directions from, they would literally shoot themselves. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, this, like like most dorks, um, they're angry. maybe most people... They also think that they're cooler than they are. Right. Because he's like, I'm a student of martial And as a, me as a student of martial arts. <laughs> yeah. As an actual student who get who knows this about getting your ass kicked, and your fingers broken and beat up and humiliated. And I'm like the lowest on the totem pole of jujitsu. Uh-huh. And I'm a fucking like high level brown belt. This guy's like, I've been training. And he's like punching a fucking stick in the yard. And he just looks like the dumbest. He looks like uh, Foot Fist Way, Danny McBride, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, anyway. So you haven't seen that. So, so what do you, what do you, how's things going with you, Tommy? We talked about the polyamory. Did we talk about polyamory? <laughs> I thought we talked about 
Because I know you had we 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 talked about, talking about these British people. How are things going? I don't know, man. I've just I, John John. It was like you know what it was. This was John. John Oliver was like the, like Jack Johnson. Do you know Jack Johnson? Like the singer? Yeah, I used to Make love. I used to love Jack Johnson. He, he rips. Are you upside kidding? Down. But then something about his voice got like uh, uh, upset. I was like ugh. It just turned on me. It just turned on me like when you're in college and you're drinking too much Southern Comfort and you puke on it once. You're like I can't. John Oliver's <laughs> turned on me. He's he's curdled to me. Like I listen to him now. I'm like, shut up. You're not even. You're not American. You don't really know what the fuck you're talking about. It's really easy for you to come here and go like everything in America is fucking terrible and everyone's racist. Everyone's like it's like, it's just not that easy, man. I just get really like I, I get so mad because I I always just look at Republicans like look at these fucking flat footed, hard nose, rigid dipshits uh-huh. just do, parroting talking points for fuck news and then right. I look at John Oliver I'm like don't be the polar opposite that's why I'm kind of digging Bill Marmore again because at least he's like going back and forth he sucks he's the at least worst. he's going back and forth going like hey Islamic terrorism is a thing that we should actually think about and not sure like, well, the thing that bothers me about him is it's like He's no better because he's just blinded by his own biases as much as anyone else. Like, he's been anti-Muslim from the beginning. He's never really changed his views on anything. None of his takes are, like, that woke or based in facts. He's just kind of the opinion guy, and he said the N-word to be edgy. <laughs> just, like, like he's just so lame and tryhardy, and he never... Yeah. I mean, every... Like one in twenty five things I see of his, I'm like, oh, that was a good piece. But mostly, I'm like, this is just, yeah, this is just for boomer old people who've been <laughs> falling in for ages. I'm, don't look at me when you say that, you piece. No, of I shit. don't even mean it like that. I just like, <sighs> well, okay. So this is what he, this is what he addressed on Friday. Okay. And, and by the way, I can, I can't watch. I can't. I can still watch all of John Oliver. I still like him. I still, I know, I know. I think he's running out of topics. I know when I the think pro- the first season was amazing, and yeah. I get bored by it now. Usually, I know when the original producers is just like he's the fucking coolest guy. She was like pregnant. He was like, "Fine, we are actually building a nursery for you." Like he's that dude. You yeah, he's I mean? cool. Um, so I love that, but I and I always, but sometimes he'll just say things like, and maybe it's because I'm just partial because I have a brother who's a cop and who's always like dropping his fucking shit on me, sure. trying to let me know. And when he goes, cops in America are systematically hunting down and killing black men. I just go like, you can't fucking say that. You're too smart and powerful to say something that fucking dumb. That is not what's happening. There, there is bias. There is racism. There are mistakes. But you cannot say that cops are hunting down systematically killing black men. It's just a dangerous thing to promulgate in the fucking world. What, what good does that do? What if it's true? Okay, Would you then, rather us not address the issue? But then you have to find a stat that comes remotely close to, to saying that's what's happening. Right. I mean, if, I think if he said all cops, then that would be crazy, right? Yeah. But there are like fringe examples of cops who are basically like in cop gangs who are going around and yeah, intentionally I think killing that, I think people. that exists. I think it's, I think it's more fringe. It's, it's like the... the uh, like, the Q Party is a very fringe part of the Republican Party. Right. But to a lot of liberals and a lot of the far left, it's like they're everyone conflated. on the right is QAnon. Sure. Everyone's QAnon. I agree. And 
Um, I, I, I don't think, think all imagine cops if you're are if, bad. imagine if you're a cop and you're a good guy and you have a wife and kids and you're hearing, and you're hearing this stuff mm-hmm. every day that you're a piece of shit, right? And that you're racist. Are those cops doing anything to change the police departments they're a part of? Because um, if they're not, then how are they any different? Okay, the only thing I'll say about that time is like it's way harder than it sounds. Uh, the only thing I'll say about that time is like, do you like the way that all the the, the comedy scene is running in L.A.? Good point. What are you doing to change? Like it's you know what, you know how hard I tried to fight to keep my apartment in New York because I thought I wanted to change laws yeah. regarding evict. I mean, in my head, dude, there is a, a system. Good point. There's a system. And granted, that does speak to your point of well, let's fucking dismantle the system, tear it down. I try and do my best in my own little pocket, right? I try to book people on my shows who yeah. I think are good people and funny. Yeah. I try to, you know, do shows of people that are chill and maybe not. But also, like, if I get booked on an amazing show by some asshole, am I going to still take it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because it's like... I have no power. You know, so it, I guess there's it, an it, element of that in policing where it's like, if you and are the high-ranking member of the police department, you've probably been in there too long. You're institutionalized. Well, to I mean, just think extent, about it like, and everything. Think about Harvey Weinstein. Think about Me Too. Think about all these awful things that happen uh-huh. that... I knew about Harvey Weinstein when I was in grad school because I knew someone who worked at Miramax who told me, like, oh, he's fucking making chicks... I was like, what the fuck? But, like... Knowing something and doing something about it and then having the temerity to do something about it or the stupidity to do something about it and also um, having a plan with which to do something about it is a whole other thing. Right. Like I've said, when I found out that Eddie Griffin was assaulted my best friend and raped one of my other best friends, I was like, I contacted every fucking club that works with him said you have a rapist and i contacted chocolate sunday yeah um i've heard of other comics that that are rapists and shit like that and it's just like uh, you know you try to do but there's a certain point like what can you do is it working does it serve you and at what point do you have to like back up and and if and when things are more nebulous like not that black and white like rape what is your part and here's an example and this is deep shit Tommy we always get into it I, I hope Derek Chauvin goes to jail for, course, forever sure right? um, and I hope he somehow finds a meaning for his life while he's in, in prison mm-hmm. I don't want him to be raped and murdered and brutalized and death penalty I right. think he can go there and maybe he can speak he, he can learn whatever he can be somehow become a. You can still find meaning for your life in those situations, right? The cops who were there around him, mm-hmm. who quote unquote didn't stop him. Like if we are at a point in our country where now we're being told if this cop doesn't also go to jail for that, then there's going to be riots. That is a serious fucking problem because the truth is, guess who also wouldn't stop Derek Chauvin in that situation? None of you. None of you, Twitter, would have actually had the fucking balls to go up to another cop and push him off someone and say, hey, you're restraining him improperly. Not a single fucking motherfucker on the planet would have done that in that situation with an unruly crowd where you don't know what the fuck's going on, where guys clearly having a panic attack and freaking out and he's six foot five. That would never happen. Mm-hmm. And all these, it's all these fucking dipshits who are like, 
dude, if I was on the plane and the fucking terrorists came, I would have fucking stopped them. No, you wouldn't have. Ninety <laughs> percent of people are stuck in their thoughts and their actions. They don't know what to do when their thought comes. How do they act on it? They don't know, and they sit there frozen. Hmm. It's when men, when women get assaulted, it happens. When men are in situations like that, it happens because to have a full that's why people love action stars where like the thing happens oh I'll take this piece of tape then I'll put it here and I'll bring this in and I'll take the tray and I'll beat him over the head and I'll flip it like people love the idea of like look at all the MacGyvering he's doing to because in real life when shit happens whatever we think in our head we just sit there and we don't do shit sometimes that is the case for sure yeah so I think uh yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, the cop thing and the Derek Chauvin, the other cops, what responsibility they have. I mean, the one guy, it's, like, his first day. It was his first day? Well, one of the guys was only there for, like, oh, a month or so. That? I don't know. It wasn't his first day. I, I'm, that's wrong. But he was definitely only in the force for, like, a month or so. What are you going to do? Well, I feel for that guy because he probably doesn't have the training or experience to even know what to do. But some of those guys have been there several years. And Here's another you thing. You would want higher expectations of them i know based on whatever training they got they didn't do like they did what they thought they were supposed to do i think yeah. our training's fucked up nothing in that department seems like it's going to change so that's a bummer yeah do i do i think that those people that day should have had all the tools or did have all the tools to fix what was going on no yeah. should they have yeah of so course. like i just want to move towards a world where they do have the tools to kind of like stop corruption and violence See, as it happens. What I'm going towards is like a Stephen Hawking unified field theory around all this shit. Mm-hmm. Around polyamory, <laughs> cucks, cops, Q, everything that has a K sound to it. Right. K, K, K. And basically the idea is this, like p- people are not... um we're not that fucking smart. We're sure. Not, we're not that together. There's not a lot of um, people. We, 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 are, we are automatons based on our trauma and our experience and how we're raised. So yeah. we think we have free will that we're going around making these choices, but your choices are basically derivative of all of the psychology that's happened for you to lead you to the inevitable choice. Like, sure. You can almost... You're a determinist. It, it's almost like when you look at these um, uh, magicians who do uh, neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. Right, where they like... They'll get like, like... They're manipulating people into saying They'll get things. like three people and they'll talk to them, blah, 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 blah. Hey, guys, I want... And they all go off in different directions. They come back and they come back with the same picture, holding the same object, sitting the same way. Yeah. Because of what he said. So the idea being that like we are fucking like programmed and we're and we're much more similar than dissimilar in that way. Sure. Across racial divides everybody. And we are trying to generate this idea that we're not and that everyone is kind of is is doing this nefarious shit on this side and everyone's doing nefarious shit side and they're pumping this people are pumping this people this people are pumping. And the truth is it's 99% of people walking around clueless just trying to figure shit like for example I think what you are saying is in its own way an endorsement of defunding the police because why does crime happen why are people criminals why 
do we have all these problems in the streets? It's because yeah. the people who end up doing drugs and being criminals and stealing things are just a product of their environment. Yeah, as we all absolutely. Are. People don't have enough resources. They don't have enough education. They're not being supported in a million different ways. Yeah. And it makes people do desperate, crazy things. Absolutely. And our way of solving it is to just throw people with badges and guns into the field with not enough training. They are also products of their environment. Absolutely. Why didn't the cops stop Derek Chauvin that day? Why did Derek Chauvin put his hand on in the neck for nine minutes if, quote unquote, he didn't want to have a lethal outcome bad training it, you know what i mean or like maybe he had some experience that made him angry and pissed off and he wanted to kill somebody and uh so which brings us to why does the police in america have more Exist. funding than like the militaries of every single country in the world except like three i yeah. saw that stat the other day it's like we <laughs> are police. Well, first of all, let's let's also we have a bigger police budget than the military budget of like India or okay, I get I think, that. But also, yeah. also keep in mind, there's a couple things with that. First of all, we're an enormous fucking country. Now I know compared to India, we're not necessarily enormous. But like, are we bigger than China? No, landmass. Well, I don't. Our know. police budget is probably two thirds of the Chinese military budget. <coughs> not to not to say the Chinese police budget, the <coughs> military budget. Well, I mean, here's the problem with that. And it ain't having shit worth the results. That's my only point. Is it's not I know. solving anything. Here's, here's, the, here's the problem with that. Uh, the w it's almost like the healthcare argument as well. We have, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. when the infrastructure for healthcare was being developed in America, it was employer-based. Yes. It just was. We had strong unions. We had various, we, we were, had this fresh... All this fresh money from winning two wars. Post-World War we II. Were, we were fucking booming and, and everyone was working and it just seemed like the plan. Right? Yes, and they also stopped FDR from implementing it. Whatever lobbyists or controls of the time stopped them from implementing it with the argument that we had enough unions in this country and enough employer-based health care that take we care wouldn't of, need it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was going okay for a while. Now... To all of a sudden say, "Hey, we're going to have Australia's healthcare system or Canada's or Norway," it, it, it involves like dismantling a system that's so so deeply entrenched and employs yeah. so many thousands of people. That, um, I mean, yeah, dismantle. But like when you dismantle something, you have to just like raise the fucking foundation, right? And that is what does that look like? I don't think that's realistic. So you have to, so Obamacare was incremental in trying to like sort of come around and, right. you know, Jerry Riggs. Rig, so we have the same same thing with police, police and guns, right? Whether policing was a result of, of white men catching slaves or not, they exist everywhere in the world. Whatever the oh, genesis of it, I it, agree. it doesn't really matter. I think that police is a thing that's not going anywhere as a concept. So, I do think we should have police yeah i don't i don't when i say defund the police i don't mean like take all their money away yeah. i just mean like reallocate maybe yeah. half the budget to preventing of course problems. of course you know, of course they talk about like health care like preventative health care yeah wellness yeah, exactly. care exactly yeah. it's the same exact argument I and i feel the I same agree. way about that I agree. but i also think there are there are forces at play that are trying to make that happen i don't think it's like a block a block of straight up republicans going wellness care and mitigating police 
total totalitarian authority is the way to go. I think there are a lot of people who kind of you got to keep in mind with that when that um, bill came in '94 that Biden got behind that super predator bill, whatever right. the fuck that crime bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the direct result of policies in place in the '70s that were very lax and and really ignored a lot of minority neighborhoods and and I think there was a lot of really good intention trying to allow neighborhoods to run themselves mm-hmm. and so this was like and this super this crime bill is going to come back in a different form of what's going to is happening is keeps happening like if what's happening in portland keeps happening it's just going to come back like i i don't understand why the democrats don't have the idea of a limiting principle in anything that's what bugs me it, it, it's like that's why I, as a democrat i've become so disillusioned because the idea of like there's got to be a limited limiting principle on 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 what is racist what monuments to take down how much looting and rioting can happen. It can't just be like it's all okay because then it becomes there's no one in the on the left to so okay, enough. Enough with the do you do you realize I had to close down all the Walmarts in San Francisco because they changed the law so that you couldn't get arrested unless you stole a thousand dollars? So you had a lot of people, and I'm not saying this is racial, whoever it was was stealing like $900 out of Walmart like every fucking day and they couldn't be arrested. And they Wait, Walmart what? Walmart eventually was like we're shutting all of our San Francisco stores down because we can't we're just losing all of our money. I mean, that's a super strange law that just in San Francisco. I think it's, Walmart? I think it was Chicago. I think there's a lot of places where they've changed it so you can't you can't, you can't get arrested. What does that mean you can't be arrested like you like if you're caught with a hundred dollars of merchandise, like walking out. Uh-huh. First of all, a security guard can't can't detain you. They don't have guns at fucking Walmart's. They can just sure. say stop. Right. But they're not going to put their lives on the line. They're I mean, making fifteen dollars right? an the hour. Security right? guard's job is to observe and report. You just call the police. Yeah. So, um, but. You know, a lot of these stores have cops like nearby, stay on standby. They sure. have a good relationship with security. security. Hey, this guy, the cops will be there in like five seconds. But now, if someone comes out with leaves with five hundred dollars of merchandise from a Walmart, whatever the number is, there's some amount that seems the crazy cop cannot me. arrest them. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> and so they shut down all these stores. But it's happening everywhere. It's happening like in tons of places, which is great for me because I've gotten so many shoes. I mean, I was, if that's true, let me know because that's an insane <laughs> thing. It's insane. People don't realize you, that, that. I shouldn't even say this. It's such a bad thing to say, but you can't. You can't. Um, you can't get arrested shoplifting anymore. Basically, it's not a thing that you were like. California Prop 47 leads to rise in shoplifting thefts. Oh, this is Fox News. Uh-oh, well, here we why go. do you think? But yeah, I know you're saying like, oh, it's Fox News, but that is an actual law. This is Fox News. Only people want to talk about it. Well, why is that? Because it doesn't fit the narrative that liberals want to promulgate, which is like all cool if everyone just fucking lets this happen. Right. I don't think that the i think you're mm, see tommy just gotta look at both sides so i'm saying no 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 but i'm saying the way that you're painting liberals in this whole conversation is <laughs> a little bit extreme 
I just don't want to be an ex-liberal. Don't make me an ex-liberal, liberals. You don't have to be an ex-liberal. Do you think Biden is like super out there, super extreme? What has think, Biden done that's wild? I think Biden is just wants he's super to be central. A, 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 I just he's just curious if he can have a bowel movement today. You know what I mean? You see, you see what I'm saying though? Like I just bring up the president of the United States who is a liberal, who everyone made a huge fucking deal about how horrifying all the changes he was going to make. Yeah. You can't even name one change that he made that is so far left. It's insane. You're just like, he's old. No, no. Uh, you still got your kids in cages. What are you complaining about? Oh, thank. <laughs> yeah. You're making like, that's what I want. See, that's a problem. That's the problem, Tommy. The minute you go against the dogma, uh-huh. it's become the liberal of, of dogma then all of a cages? sudden i'm i'm now i'm QAnon because i go <laughs> i go i mean no i mean the kids in cages things is is first of all it's a, it's a terrible commercial one eight hundred and a cages for kids um yeah so they got so many calls what cars for kids yeah <laughs> are you serious <laughs> okay no, you see that commercial cages for kids um, <laughs> cars for kids there's a joke there Tommy. right what are you looking up I'm, I'm Are you texting your sweetie? No, I'm looking at this this law, this Prop 47. Will you admit this? Tommy, this is what I want you to admit, okay? Okay. I, Are I'm, Democrats wrong sometimes? Oh, absolutely, all no, the time. No, but this is what I want you to admit. Not only that, but I want you to admit this. Will you admit the fact that the media is, other than Fox News, which is painted as cuckoo bananas, AlexJones.net. Without a doubt. But other than Fox News, mm-hmm. the liberal is a thousand percent biased liberal bias to the point where it's it's almost silly no i are all media sources biased yes is msnbc biased towards the left absolutely do they sometimes intentionally spin things to uh, make republicans look bad even if republicans might have a point 100 percent. i don't blame them is it comparable to the spin that Fox News does, I would say absolutely not. The difference, the reason it's not comparable. It's 50%. The right? reason it's not comparable is because the liberal people are just kind of cooler. So when they do, it doesn't look quite so stupid and nerdy. It's not that they're cooler. It's just most of what they're saying is based on some type of objective reality. Okay, I'll give, okay but I'll give you an example. And not strictly fear. As these, will you admit that there are riots happening right now? In Portland and in Minnesota. In reaction to the shooting of like the 13-year-old kid and yeah, stuff? Un- yeah, whatever it is. Sure. There are riots. Okay, but if you look at all the press, it's called unrest. If you look at it's like unrest. Now, if there's something... Okay, so that's spin. Sure. You know, there, 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 there's, there's this word game that's played a lot that if you pay attention, it gets a little it Democrats gets a little definitely play word games. I'll give you that. So there was something I saw in the news, which is very, it was funny, and I wasn't even mad at it. It just was an interesting thing to observe. There's a reporter out in, was he in Portland? He was either in Portland or Minneapolis. And he was out there like, hey guys, I'm out here, you know, day Are you talking about the one fucking thing of the guy who had a burning building behind him? No, 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 no. That was like ages ago. This is something new. This just happened. And like, they were like throwing like fucking like bricks and bottles and all this shit at the reporters. Okay. And the reporter goes, oh, "Yeah, I'm here at the duh," and you know, and he doesn't call it a riot. He actually goes, "Yeah," and they're duh, 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 and there's you know, and I don't blame them. They're just very upset right now. That's a little fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. They're attacking news crews, and you're like, 
I get it. That's some cuck ass behavior right there. That's like, go fuck my, you want to fuck my wife too while you're at it? Throw a brick in my head and fuck my wife because I get it. You're upset. That's fucked up, dude. I mean, I I get that they're upset. Of course. I think they have a right upset? to be rioting to an extent. But also, they're, I don't think that they should be throwing bricks at people's head or at windows or businesses. Yeah. But it's also... But as a reporter, I mean, they're getting job, results. Is it your job to go like, hey, I get it. You almost took my head off with that brick, but hey, I get it. That's not a reporter. That's you putting your bias into a situation, which is fine, but okay, let's just call sure. it what it is. That particular reporter, I will say, is probably... <laughs> Letting his opinion what be What was happening shown. with Cuomo. Okay, so the, here's the thing that I wanted to get to. I will say that that is kind of news nowadays, is that everybody is, their opinion, like, if you're looking for the objective, hardcore... I feel like it doesn't exist. There's no Walter no, Cronkite it doesn't. Anymore. I mean, are they doing the same thing on Fox News? Way, way, way but I, I, more. The only difference is with that is I feel that Fox News, like, stopped pretending that they're hiding the football. I think even the objective... Fair and balanced? It still says fair and balanced on their little that, banner. I, no, no. I think they changed fair and balanced. Does it? Let's go to the website. I think they got rid of fair and balanced. Because they're like, yeah, okay, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that got... They got outed for that bullshit. It's not fair and balanced anymore. There's no way it's a fair... It, they, there's no chance it says fair and balanced on the Fox News website. Let's check it. They probably say like... Fair. They probably say something like America's Newsroom or something like that. You know, America. There's probably something jingoistic funny. in there. Fox. But fair and balanced. I think they gave up the ghost on that one a while ago. They're like, okay, you're right. We're not gonna say that it's dumb. Fox News <sighs> drops fair and balanced in Boom. 2017. Boom. Tommy, sometimes you're impressed with how smart I am, aren't you? Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> fair yeah, and balanced they've, enough. <laughs> they've they've given it. They're like, yeah, okay, we're fucking we're we're pawns for the Republican Party. It's, Which is oh, fine. Here's, here's an article. It's time for Fox News to stop using the misnomer news in its channel. Now that I would respect. <laughs> no more news. That was February 4th, 2021. <laughs> they dropped fair and balanced in now 2017. News. Within the next three years. Because they have been sued multiple times in their law. For saying fair and balanced? No, no, no. For um, lying blatantly. Yeah. And then their defense is that people like Sean Hannity yeah. are entertainers and that no reasonable person would take what they're saying as fact. Yeah, hilarious. But by the <laughs> way, you also know that CNN and MCA have been also sued multiple, multiple times. The difference is you don't hear about it. Oh, because of the media bias? Yeah. They were sued over the Jesse Smollett thing. They were sued over the Covenant High School thing. They were What's saying, the Covenant High School thing? That that kid with a with a red hat who was in front of the Native American. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And they were like, and they were basically, like, look at this smug piece of shit. He fucking harassed this guy. And you find <laughs> sure. out it's like the opposite. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, that kid sued him, and basically he sued CNN, and like now just he he like has jets. Well, good. <laughs> anyway. I think that should happen if you uh, are slandered by a news so, organization now i don't want to get too deep I, obviously everything that's happening you know we're in a very delicate place in this country with Derek chauvin and all these shootings it's cra i mean the, and the shooting of the 13 year old kid is one thing um it's awful it's tragic it's pretty you fucked know, up and, and it's a shame that it becomes this whole issue like on the left it becomes like look at these racist piece of shit cops shooting unarmed black kids and on the right it's like 
why is there a 13-year-old gang member with a gun? And they're both true. Well, <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> they're the kid, both true. The kid just, he did just get his Latin Kings tattoo. His okay. nickname was El Diablo. I mean, he's he was firing guns at carps. He was part of the hazy. I would say none of that is the fault of a thirteen-year-old. Exactly. So whose yeah. fault is it? Well, it's like you said, it's the fault of the environment. Okay, that becomes that starts to becoming a Republican talking point. <laughs> How is that a Republican talking? Because point? the left point is like it's 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 like this was like a nice kid who liked Pokemon who's getting killed by cops. And the Republican well, talking point is like he is a nice kid who liked Pokemon. Right, two things can be true at the same time. Yeah, exactly. But Does he have a nickname that was given to him that by the gang? El Diablo was his nickname in the gang. Yes, little oh, little Diablo, little Diablo, or something like that. Sure. Yeah. So whatever. a gang who is probably maybe members of his family or people he grew up around gave him a nickname. No, he's also the, a kid. They were, the La- they were the Latin Kings, which is okay. one of the most violent gangs in Chicago. It's okay. not like it's not like the little it's not the little rascals. Well. It, it it changed the situation that like when a cop is and I'm I, I I will admit this because of my brother because I've done films with cops I have a lot of cop friends like I think they fuck it I've also been held down at gunpoint and fucking slammed and called a faggot and all sorts of shit mm-hmm. so by cops um, and that was just in the clubs <laughs> hey now but um so I, I I think there's a serious fucking problem you know with with cops for sure. This, you know, sure. do I think do, this? Do kid, I think violent gangs are good? No. Yeah. No. Do I think the cops are a violent gang? I do. Yeah. I think both of them are issues. So what can what could do now? So I didn't want to talk about cops. I want to talk about what what, could, what do you think is a solution, Tommy? And your and your echo chambers, oh, what are being promulgated as the solutions to these things? Um, more community centers, so I they can have breakdance battles. Breakdance battles. I think. Ending qualified immunity, allowing oh, yeah. cops okay. to be prosecuted when they kill someone without but aren't, cause. Aren't they being prosecuted? Yeah, but they're always getting off because of qualified immunity. They're yeah. being uh, charged with things. They're being sued, and then they get off every single time because of qualified immunity. Well, they don't get off every single time. Their cops have gone to prison. Oh, they get off almost every single time. Yeah. And if they go to jail, they go to jail for like one little year and get off with parole immediately. Yeah. And some of them go back to being cops. I want to end all that shit. And also have all the cops who patrol minority neighborhoods also be maybe part of that neighborhood sure. so there's you know and of course you know the the countervailing argument to that is then then you can set up the ideas of corruption and payola and things like that as yeah well. it's is it an easy problem to fix no yeah do maybe sometimes people on the left act like it's easier to solve than it really is sure yeah now let me ask you this Tommy, because I don't want to get too down this route. We always go. Is to this doing fucking- nothing an option, as people on the right would have us believe? Absolutely not. What do you mean doing? Oh, you mean with the cops? Yeah, I do think. I do people think are driving around changes, flying yeah. their like blue line flags as if yeah. the solution is giving cops like more tanks and RPGs. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the real problem is the cops should have had uh, robot dogs and rocket propelled grenades. That would have solved everything. Because then everyone would be so scared. They they act like. If all of the cops were like super soldiers, then everyone would finally be so terrified yeah. of getting fucked that everyone would just start acting right. But that's just not how things work in the real world. Yeah. People are products of their environment. Yeah. There is well, p- people like are born into like a gang culture where they don't really have that many opportunities outside yeah. of that. It's yeah. super normalized to the point where you maybe have a 13 year old who 
thinks it's okay to run around with a gun and have a El Diablo fucking tattoo, right? And he's also just a kid who likes Pokemon yeah, and probably has course. a bunch of cool talents and is well, a nice guy to his friends. Of course. And, and probably loves his mother and everything else. And I you think- know what? You could probably say the same thing about uh, the cops that were patrolling the streets that day. Yeah. But where does all this conflict come from in the first place? It comes from need comes from the need to uh well, he, here's what have money yeah have food course. have shelter here's health care here's what i always think is like the really interesting dialectic that can never really discuss when it is discussed it's shut down like when um mayor pete talked about he said why would this one look my experience is this and we've t- i think we've talked about this before and i don't try to like you know promote my street cred or nothing song uh-huh but I grew up, all of my schools were, were mostly black from, from first grade till sure. I graduated high school. Um, progressively more each time, right? My high oh. school, my, my elementary school was probably, you know, maybe 40% black. Then middle school was like 50%. And my high school was like 60 or 70% black, right? Okay. So um, because of that, and it wasn't like the communities were completely enmeshed. There was the projects, there was black communities, you know, but we were just in the same school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my experience of growing up with, with black kids mm-hmm. was not based on any news, spin. Pro- it was just what I experienced. What was this, like 90s? Um, yeah, 80s and 90s. Sure. So, and what I experienced were kids that I was going to elementary school who were in my gifted program with me, who I was buddies with, who played soccer together, blah, 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 seventh grade. By the time we were senior years, they were near the bottom of their class. They had striped eyebrows. They had gold teeth. They were blah, blah, blah. And they had, they had succumbed to peer pressure, which is what you do when you're in high school. Like, yeah. I, was a break, I was a professional break dancer, and I hung out with, with like minorities and black kids mm-hmm. in seventh grade by my senior year i was listening to bruce springsteen in plaid because <laughs> i wanted to fit in and right. get laid and mm-hmm. i wore, you know yeah, fucking levi's that's that's an excellent point and i think that that it, it and all so comes back and to so it. the idea so mayor pete talked about he said the culture because the culture does not reward the dad who goes to work and gets a job they reward the rapper and the athlete and the, mm-hmm. and the gangster true that is what is emulated as a paragon of a male in black culture so if that keeps being emulated as what it should be you're going to continue a situation of like of crime single motherhood and oppression and prison i would say the same is true for most of american culture right now in terms of like are we creating an image that is super cool of even for white people of like the dad who goes to work and just has a normal job or is that guy getting called a cuck on the internet? (laughs) But who's the who's, who's the coolest white guy? Like other than like, like Elon Musk, sure. Richard Branson, Mm -hmm. the guys on shark tank, they're a bunch of fucking dorks, but that's like, the paragon of the cool white you dude right you know what so I mean? so are you arguing for more so my, representation in media well my no, i guess my point was this when mayor pete said that which is what i experienced without knowing anything uh-huh. about sociology or, or how things work i just experienced a lot of my friends a lot of my black friends growing up in schools who were cool kids smart kids talented kids who by the time graduation they were a part of 
a real rough and tumble group that was about drugs and fucking and all this shit and We're like high schoolers in high school like i'll bet this, you i'll bet you a lot of them are not still doing that today i mean i don't know you know i know that there are these kids there there was a tc williams where i went to high school there are these it's really funny because there are schools there's episcopal high school which is one of the most expensive prestigious private schools in the fucking country like across the street mm-hmm. then there's saint stevens which is a very prestigious like right across the street from that so all these super fancy private catholic schools surrounding this like and they were terrified of us which kind of made me feel cool sure um but every once in a while if you fucked up at saint stevens because a discipline or whatever the parents maybe didn't have the money anymore and they'd send their their private school kids to tc williams Mm mm-hmm it happened with white kids, it happened with black kids. When it happened with the black kids, watching that transformation was fucking fascinating. They'd show up, come up with the polo shirts and the glasses. Of course. And, the, and they were getting busted for drugs. Drugs, And it's just the pervasiveness yeah. of the culture and peer pressure and particularly where it was in that area. That is but, high school peer pressure yeah. for you. And I think everybody succumbs to that. But when you're and white, you, you succumb, succumb to it. It's, succumb a different, to it. it's a different level of like, it's like you succumb to like, getting drunk in the woods and banging a chick or fucking smoking clothes cigarettes. It's right. not running guns and, and distributing sure. cocaine, maybe selling weed. Well, I guess it depends where you're at. I mean, if you're in like a city where that is happening, then it's probably yeah. the case. Maybe it's meth in a lot of these other white neighborhoods. So, <laughs> sure. So anyway, my point is when Mayor Pete said this, he the New York, New York Times published articles that called him a racist piece of shit or a racist motherfucker. And that was just fine. For him saying, like, there are some cultural examples that we should probably look at again to, so that people don't emulate things like this, which has always been a thing for white and black people, every culture, what you should emulate, what is the nature of social fabric, what it should be. And Mayor Pete, innocent little dorky male, and he gets called a racist motherfucker, and everyone applauds that and retweets that eight billion times. Yeah, but That's it's a also, problem. Yeah, but it's also politics, right? So you got to think... Is he being called a racist motherfucker in complete good faith or does he have a lot of opponents politically when that's happening that have a lot of fans who want to see him taken down so that their guy can win? I mean, it's jump on an opportunity. It's the New York Times. Maybe. Oh, you don't think the New York Times has so an you agenda? Think the New York Times had like an agenda for like... They definitely had an Kamala agenda against Bernie. Biden. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Not so- to mention, it's like... I don't know. I don't know. It's complicated. Like we're talking about... Uh, representation mm-hmm. in certain things. So there is trying to find, I think a lot of news and media is trying to find a happy medium between uh, like, I'm, I'm trying to think how to put this. It's like you can speak to the exact truth of what has been in the past with the knowledge that if you keep on speaking something into existence, it will only continue. And I think uh-huh. some places through their like television programming and uh, uh, just the way that they're examining things are looking to move past like yeah. stereotypes of the past. Sure. And so sometimes people address the stereotypes and then they're called racist because people interpret that as them trying like keeping that thing alive Alive. whereas if you stop saying that it's true maybe it will start to fade away i don't know if that's necessarily true that's an interesting argument because that's how i see both sides 
I see you you dressing a stereotype so much that it loses any meaning because it's just stupid. It's silly. Yeah. Or I think we should continue to live in a world where we can acknowledge things as the truth for the time being while mm-hmm. looking at improving them in the future. You know what's... I was but, in sidebar. In the, but in the media com- has gotten incredibly touchy on yeah. that subject. Uh, interesting sidebar about that, I've noticed too. When I was growing up, I don't know if we talked about this before, but like I would always hear my my Latin friends or my black friends were like, color people time. Right. Was that... Do we talk about this? No. That was just something like my whole life I'd be like, hey, what's where? Do color people time, and it was never a thing. It was just a, the, what what was said. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was in your generation as a thing yeah, I've that heard was that. said. You've heard it, but it was just like I only heard it from black people all through high school, and it was accepted and blah blah to the point where like, what's up, dude? Color people time, you know? And it was just ha ha, right? But, that but you're, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say that shit now. But here's even the thing. joking about black people not being on time is really weird. I've seen comics try it, and it just doesn't sound right or feel right. That to me though, that's the type of thing where it's like, it's all context. As a white person, you should not be reinforcing racial stereotypes in your discourse, right? Like, yeah. like let's say you have like a close relationship with. Uh, like a black friend and uh-huh. it's all just between the two of you it's private speech yeah and you know that there's a history and a trust you could make that joke to them mm-hmm. or maybe it would be funny mm-hmm. but when it's a public speech type thing like yeah. if you're on a comic on stage or if you are like making a joke to a group of people where there's not that trust so you don't know certain people then yeah you can't do it yeah and that's just like how it is now because People are touchy. Yeah. Stereotypes are trying to be abolished. You know, it's it's so interesting too because like when I think about the way I was growing up, like my dad didn't talk. Mm-hmm. My mom was buried in a bottle. Sure. And um, we didn't have a lot of TV. We didn't have cable really because my parents just didn't buy cable. Yeah. So I had, I had books. I had my brother. But I was kind of like the, the, the world... I, I absorbed the world from what the world I from the world I saw. Yeah. Right. So I observed from a young age that holy shit, man! I can't believe how much better athletes black people are. Mm-hmm. It wasn't based on stereotypes or news or jokes or sure. comedy. It was just I never. I just saw it. I just it kept happening. I would see like I was in seventh grade, and there was this guy who's five seven who's who's dunking a volleyball, and I was like, what the fu- how is? That? And we just, I just hey, do it again, you know. Um, and we'd always, we'd always see that and just, you know, wow. And then I played on the fucking football team and then mm-hmm. I'm on the football team. And then you team, switched to soccer. And my, <laughs> yeah, but I'm on the football team in the locker room. I'm like, what the fuck is up with these dicks? Before I, before like black dick stereotype was a thing embedded in my head from media and internet because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it wasn't around. I was just like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking odd. And you just accept it as a thing. Now, when I go on stage and I do a joke about that being in my you know, something, oh, that's hacky or whatever. I'm like, well, I don't know. Is it, 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 People get weird. People get weird now, even though it is a quote-unquote positive stereotype that most people would want. <laughs> it still feels like it objectifies people in a way, even though it's. I'm also just talking about this was just what I experienced as a, as a, a <sighs> right. late bloomer, and, and a white guy late bloomer in high school. I think it comes down to, and I'm just like, 
saying this and I'm also trying to understand it for myself and yeah. for the world that I am growing up in. It comes down to like the internet changed everything, right? Because back in the day, most speech was private. Yeah. Almost all speech was private. Yeah. Like you were in a room with the people who were in that room and you said some shit and what was said in there was just kind of like of the moment and then it would move on, right? Mm -hmm. With the internet, almost all speech now is public. Yeah. Anything, and it's not just public, it's permanent. Yeah. So if you make a joke online or even if, uh, you know, you make a joke in a room... Yeah. You are making a joke in a room in a world that has the internet, right? Yeah. So, so you're only you're only further cementing stereotypes that don't need to be cemented anymore. Right. That, but it's also like you're not share you're not sharing information about an experience that you had that is interesting because it it falls into a hackneyed concept of it, race. Right. It's also difficult because in turn when you talk about like groupthink. There's so much more groupthink now because a lot of people online have come to different consensuses on different things, right? Yeah. Whereas back in the day, I think there was a lot more individualism because there just was no source or place where there was like a new rule or a new code of conduct or like there was no way, like if you spoke out your own mind, it was very it was way less likely that you would get discovered and targeted by a group. Like there's this, this like shark tank, not a shark tank, but like a yeah. people online, they find something and then they post it. And then they're like, look what I found. Like it is the cancel culture to an extent has, yeah. has upped the stakes on being really wrong or uninformed or like speaking in ignorance. Yes. Yes. Or even speaking in a way that is deemed ignorant, even though it may not be. Right. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. so here, here's a, a a left turn. Something that's a little bit, um, a little bit easier, I guess. COVID. <laughs> so Bill Maher got a little viral this weekend. He does like once a month. He'll do a little new rules thing that gets a little gets some attention. And what he was saying was, hey, liberals, like, Trump was an idiot. Trump botched the pandemic response. True, true. Um, d Republicans were saying the dumbest shit, like, imaginable, like, hey, you know, you can't pass it if you're whatever. You know, they had their dumb shit and blah, 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 blah. He goes, they're the anti, he goes, but, but liberals, if you're going to make fun of Republicans to be anti-science, also, look at the ways in which you're anti-science. Sure, fair. Because there is no evidence to show that kids should not be in school, really. The only states that keep the kids on Zoom are the blue states. All the other states that have the kids in the schools are doing fine. There's no mass outbreak. Teachers aren't dying. No kids are dying, and they're back in school. But in California and in... New York and the liberal places, they're still doing shit by Zoom in Chicago and shit, and it's a fucking disaster. So here's here's a stat. So you're saying that that didn't lead to a bunch of parents getting COVID or a bunch of teachers getting COVID? Not, not at all. 
As well, a fact, I don't I mean, think there's been, the I don't case, think there's then... been an example of a teacher who died from getting it from a kid. Interesting. So, but here's well, an, if that's I, the case, then yeah, I, I would say send him back. Maybe in the new school year. But so, so then he talks about the fact that when they polled Republicans, and usually whenever you poll Republicans and Democrats about facts, you're going to think, well, the Democrats are going to get the facts right. You right? would hope so, right? Depends what fact it is. Well, in this case about COVID, they basically asked Democrats, of the people who get COVID, what's the percentage that go to the hospital? Right? Now, let me ask you that, Tommy. So yeah, what percentage me, of people who get infected with COVID go to the hospital? I would or hospitalized? say 5%. Bingo. Yeah? It's between 1% and 5% of people who get COVID hospital. And then the percentage that die is 1%? Almost half of Democrats said 50% go to the hospital. 50%? Yeah. They thought yeah, 50%. It was like 42% thought that 50 percent now that's pretty high the republicans the it was bias. like 20 percent thought that like like 20 percent go to the hospital so they were they were like 30 points closer to what the actual number was which is closer to what you said even 5%. the republicans were getting even high. the republicans over over overestimated but they were still like almost 30 percent better closer or something like that like 25 percent closer so i just figure that the only people who are really going to the hospital are like old people. Well, then another thing he said, he said it's almost almost 80% of the people who are hospitalized mm-hmm. in COVID. What do you think that number is? The 80% of the people who are hospitalized, what do you think their um uh what's the the reasoning for being hospitalized? Uh, what's it called? Like the condition uh, pre pre-existing condition? What's the pre-existing condition for 80% of the people being hospitalized? I'm going to say either asthma or old age. Fat. Fat? Fat. Interesting. 80% That's of the people hospital are fat. Obesity. And why don't why wasn't that talked about more because you know what that is? It's fat shaming. Right. I mean That's that's where it becomes a problem. I if hear you were to ask you. any Emma Democrat like is it if they, is it because of fat? Is it because of diabetes? Because of old age? None of them would say fat. Because that's that's shaming fucking fat people. Well, if you had gave me a multiple choice, I might have said obesity. But, but yeah, that is true. That but I don't even think it's obesity. I think it's just like overweight. Eighty percent of them are overweight. I don't think eighty percent are obese. Where are you drawing the line between obesity and overweight? You just mean like slightly over ideal weight? Like I think over. Yeah, I don't know what the exact numbers for obesity and overweight. But, but obesity and overweight are, are too like overweight is basically like if you're just you 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 know. 20 pounds BMI. heavier your BMI is like really? over 20 is it, I wouldn't figure BMI that, is that over would 20%, cause you to go to the hospital for COVID unless you were fully obese if you're just like but I am aware that we have a crazy number of fully obese people in the United yes, States yes so yes. that wouldn't surprise me either yeah but my point is so when, when I'm out here in my yard with someone like you who looks like shabby shaggy from Scooby-Doo true accurate you're I've young this. and you have like zero body fat true very skinny Um, you are you are one of the le- even if you were to get it you were you there's almost a zero percent chance you go to the hospital it would, yeah it i would never thought s- i would go to sail hospital. through you probably but as this pandemic came on, you were much more scared about it than i was well i was more i was not necessarily scared for my own safety i was just scared of the social repercussions of spreading it to my roommates and girlfriend yeah so 
so that by now that like things have settled a little bit and people realize like some of the facts about COVID, do you not, it, does it not annoy you a little bit how, how the panic porn and the fear porn was being promulgated in liberal media to get people afraid? Like even now, like at this point, and I, and I, I used to like the guy, but now I'm like, shut the fuck up, Dr. Fauci. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Why? I don't give doing? a shit what you have to say anymore. He's on the news every fucking day going, well, guys, just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you can. You still got to wear a mask. No, you don't. No, you don't. And 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 everyone hates Ron DeSantis, and I was like one of those guys, but now I listen to him. I'm like, yeah, I actually want to listen to him now. because Ron, that? De- Ron DeSantis, he's like, hey, you got vaccinated. You're fine. Go out. Enjoy your life. Do what you're going to do. You're vaccinated. Oh, I agree with that. That's the point. I still say wear your mask in public places out of respect like if you're in the grocery so that, store again, what's the limiting principle Tommy so when do you not never we just I don't know forever? I don't know the answer to that when we hit like a certain number or like on July June 15th or something when restrictions get lifted I know not right now not everyone is vaccinated so well I think- because then you'll follow the laws laid in place by the store but if the store says it's optional yes. what are you going to do oh if the store says it's optional and I'm fully vaccinated I probably wouldn't wear a mask yeah of course that's you know? what you should do I think that's, that's logical. generally fine. But yeah. if, I, I mean, I'm looking at the timeline and it's like, I haven't, I'm not even fully vaxxed yet, right? And I jumped on it before uh, yeah. April 15th. Right. So in two months, when everyone's had a reasonable amount of time and when every group of people has had access to the vaccine, then I'm kind of like, yeah, at a certain point, it would be nice to go no masks. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's a reasonable take. It's like let For everyone sure. get a chance to get vaccinated. Respect do, store do, policy. Do you not like when you hear Fauci going out there going like, guys, we're not out of the woods yet. Are you kind of like, shut up? We are. We we pretty much are. We, let, let's just, at the very least, let's just fucking try to start acting like we are. Here's my question: Why not just wait until we are out of the until woods? Until what? We've been hearing wait for fucking over a year know, now. Summer. So everyone's vaccinated. I think if you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, then you should go live your life. But I'm you gonna live how my many life. people are not. I mean. I'm I, again. I don't. I don't mind about wearing the mask I don't in the grocery a, store. Other than Alonzo Bowden, mm-hmm. I don't know a single black person I know who is getting vaccinated. They're like, "Fuck that!" I know Every a single one of them I know. Every comment. I don't want to name names. But I know. I like, know nope. younger black people who are getting vaccinated. Okay, that makes sense. I know several Gen Zers. I know. I had talking to two black friends the other day that had the J and J and the Moderna, but they're both under thirty. So yeah. People 35 and above are like, mm, I don't know, man. I think I'll get vaccinated when I have to. I had COVID in fucking December, January. So I personally think like I don't particularly want to go through the vaccination process right now sure. while I have antibodies, clearly. Okay, here's my question. One, I understand that gut feeling of being skeptical, mm-hmm. but it's going to be the same vaccine in three months. Is it? Yeah. But with boosters now. Maybe boosters. Now with an added boosters. Like with vitamin C. I wanted to be like, eh, maybe I'll give it a few months to see what happens. But then I was like, oh, it's not like they're updating. It's not like a computer where it's like there's constant updates. No. It's, it's not, not like, like a fucking app. It's not like Catalina. I'm now. getting the same vaccine today that they were getting three months ago. They haven't made shit worth of changes to it. But new vaccines do come do come out, right? And Another they're all worse than the Pfizer and Moderna. Yeah, that's true. I didn't want to get the J&J. I'll say that. 
You didn't want to. Why? Just because you're like, it does shampoo. How are they going to fucking do? <laughs> right. At least the people who do boner pills should know better. Well, it was more like, if that was the only one available, I would probably take it. But I just could look at the numbers and say, oh, the Pfizer yeah. and Moderna are a different technology. This one's not mRNA. <laughs> and these two are clearly more effective. But don't you think that once you get the vaccine mm-hmm. and you know, and like, you know that you haven't had it, you're vaccinated, you're young, blah, blah, blah. Don't you think that there is also an obligation to start to show people, hey, I'm not wearing a mask, I'm vaccinated, I'm cool, I'm happy. How do they know I'm vaccinated? Because you wear a t-shirt that says, I got vaccinated. Sure. I think if we, uh, government pays for t-shirts for everybody who gets vaccinated, (laughs) and you wear the t-shirt that that says, I'm vaccinated... I'm fine with you not wearing a mask. Well, okay, okay, I'll give you an example, a corollary, which is somewhat close. So Ted Cruz, who, trust me, I went to Princeton. I fucking hate that guy. He's like the most famous guy from Princeton. Ted way. Cruz? Ted Cruz he's is the fucking, fucking pits. First he's all, the worst. No way he's the most famous guy from Princeton. At, not right, not right now? Who else? I don't know anyone else from Princeton. Exactly. I didn't know he was from Princeton, though. That's my thing. Yeah. There's he, definitely he was more that famous He wasn't that much older than me, unfortunately. Yeah. Fucking so Ted Cruz, he was uh, on Capitol Hill and there and he's been fully vaccinated, right? Sure. So he's not an anti-vaxxer. Like I don't think most Republicans are anti-vaxxers, right? Sure. There are a lot that are, but yes. I don't know. But probably most of them aren't, I hope. Hard to say. More are I would than, say more are than There are, are more not. anti-vaxxers than a Republican than liberal, for sure. For sure. So, but Ted Cruz, he got his vaccinations he got two shots and he was on capital he didn't have his mask he was like why do you have a mask he's like i was vaccinated they're like aren't you he's like no that's fucking stupid and i was like i can't believe i'm agreeing with ted cruz everyone knows he's vaccinated he's publicly announced he's vaccinated and they would give him shit for not wearing a mask he's like what are you talking about why would i wear a mask i'm fully vaccinated mm. i'm not gonna wear a fucking mask to show people to, to virtue signal to you guys yeah i don't know i mean i think as a politician maybe there's some value to the virtue signaling of mask wearing while we're still as you say in the woods but doesn't it look disingenuous to you when joe Biden's out there with his mask with kamala harris 10 feet no, apart they're both wearing masks in an empty fucking state Not and he's been fully vaccinated. vaccinated and he had he a he had COVID and he was vaccinated and he's, he's the president he's the ultimate role model well then take off the fucking mask and he's differentiating himself from trump there's an element of politics to it yeah right and, and i'm also thinking like uh I do. I will admit to you, the reasoning that was given for wearing a mask even after you're vaccinated was a little flimsy to me. Is because they don't know if even after you're vaccinated, you could it still could possibly be maybe carrying and spreading it. Bug that but they don't takes know, it and so then puts it up someone's butthole. Like I feel like if, 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 I just uh, the Fauci thing again. I'm like, stop. Like, do you think do you think it's possible mm-hmm. that he is so addicted? to the fame and the money that he's experienced the past couple years, that the idea of letting it go is just bad. So he just wants to just squeeze out as much juice as possible from this fucking virus and be as many cable TV shows <laughs> and just have everyone, we're still, we got to fucking, what do you, you know, when the whole Texas thing happened, when Texas lift their, lifted their um, lockdown and opened everything up. Yeah. And that obviously everything's back to normal guys. Fucking if you business you want to wear masks fine, but everything's back no law. Is that how Texas is now? Yeah. I mean by the way, most places you go in Texas, you still have to wear masks because most businesses are are like saying we want you to wear a mask. Sure. But like there's no city law. So if you go into a Target not wearing a mask, 
you can't get arrested by the police. They could kick you out, though. They, they could... How they would kick you out? Like, wrestle you illegally? I mean... They'll have to call the cops who won't yeah. arrest you. Well, they'll get you out of the store, probably. They'll just give you dirty looks and tell you to leave. But they can't actually, like, physically force you to leave or whatever. The I don't know. can do whatever are. they want if we've but learned anything. But they're not cops. Because cops... The cops well, can't Well, they enforce, call the cops. But the cops have to enforce the city law and the state law, which doesn't enforce the law. They can only... Well, you're I trespassing. Guess, I guess at that point, you're trespassing yeah. the policy. Okay. <laughs> uh, but so people, so we go to, but you go to Target. I hear so what that, you're saying though. It probably wouldn't happen. But you're not going to get arrested. They're just like, can you, can you leave? But the point is when you go to these places like Target now, you'll see most people, this is in Texas. Uh-huh. Everyone's, most people still wear their masks. Uh, you'll see some people don't and right. you don't really give them the fucking hairy eyeball in the same way. But the state is up. And when he did that, it was like, oh, my God, Texas is going to go. And the Rangers had 40,000 people in their stadium. Mm-hmm. And they're, oh, it's going to be a super. And like nothing. And, and their cases are actually the lowest per thousand. Things are getting better. Like almost in the whole country. People are getting vaccinated. And people it's are also, getting immune. And the idea is that it's not just that, but just the idea that people going out and moving and being around wind and circulating, not having a mask where they're circulating their own breath 100% of the time. Like there is something that is actually healthier to being outside and being exposed and walking and ambulating and being in the fresh air and being around wind. I mean, I think it's a large combination of like herd immunity, vaccinations. People are more cautious now in terms of like space. I mean, I still am too. Like, I, weather's I, getting I like warmer. Summer's right around the corner. Uh, yeah. The, no. the main wave is over. The cases are on a decline but since February. If you February. go to Twitter, they're like, there's the, there's the new. Strain. Wave strain from nah, the, I don't fucking, buy that. the butthole of my asshole. I think I think that is fear porn. I agree. Yeah, I mean, once I you're vaccinated, like I don't give a fuck about a new strain. Yeah, I was talking to my parents today, and they're both vaccinated for like a month now, and they were like, "Yeah, we're still not going out that much and wearing your masks." And I will admit that I had that conversation only today. I was where I was like, "I think you guys are good." Yeah, I was like, "I think you guys are good to go." And they were like, "Have you heard about the new strain? Is there a new strain in California?" And I was like. Nah, I haven't heard it's anything about that. Like, it's almost like... The, but I don't watch MSNBC, and they do, so... It's almost like the, the the killer bees. Like, how many years of my life have I heard about killer bees coming from fucking Africa? Zika. Like every year, you hear about killer bees on the fucking run yeah. coming to take over, and it's like, th- th- there is a vested interest in keeping people afraid by the media. True. And I buy that. I've bought that the whole time. I mean, I do think that... Corona was real and we needed to stop the spread. But once you're vaccinated, I, I think the uh, the fear games become a little bit. You know, it's going to be really interesting. More it's of like an in 10 years, there's going to be so much perspective on this fucking epidemic. Yeah. And what we're going to know, but we're not going to know until then. And at, let's say 10 years comes and we look back and we're like, oh, this was totally overblown and everybody was too afraid and made a big deal out of it first of all 100 percent, that will happen right i will stand by my position of in the moment we did not know yeah being cautious was the right call wearing your masks was a tiny inconvenience yeah compared to saving a life yeah and uh once i was vaccinated i went and lived my life yeah that's that's kind of how i felt the whole time yeah did the, do I think the media overplayed it for large chunks of it? Probably. Was there some type of utility to that in terms of keeping people in their houses and not like super spreading and killing everyone's grandparents? Probably. Yeah. Was it on the flip side? Was it 
all a ploy to have government wrest control away from the people so you could have this like communist authoritarian fucking whatever bullshit rule no probably not <laughs> i hope not well what what do you think was um authoritarian police state i i get those vibes in terms of like people getting tickets for not being in their houses that was i, I never saw that I've i never saw that, that either I, I don't know if that was more like apocryphal or what but the control aspect was creepy the way it benefited certain corporations and fucked small businesses was super creepy yeah the way the government offered hardly any support to some businesses and basically forced them to close and go out of business yeah was fucked up and the way that like some people got fucking so rich from yeah. the pandemic some but to me, none of that is communism. None of that is left-wing politics, but it is all authoritarian government overreach bullshit. Yeah. But I don't find that to be synonymous with things like socialism. I think if it was socialism, then all of those businesses would still be alive. Yeah. Right? Because they would have been supported by the community during the pandemic as opposed to let just out in the cold to die because that's capitalism. Well, we could. That's a whole other thing we could talk about. I don't know. I don't know if I fully agree with you on that one. I partially <laughs> agree with you on that. I'll say that. And I'm not. I'm not necessarily a socialist. I would consider myself social democrat because I think <laughs> I have not seen the concepts of socialism empirically proven to work in the real world. And until I do, then I'm not going to support wow, that. Wow, Tommy! It sounds like you're just slipping a little bit to the center, brother. I see. I would be called a liberal by most leftists. Yeah. Because I want to do things that I've seen work in the real world. Yeah. And I don't want to trust in some random theory. Yeah. We didn't get to talk about sex and dating, which is always a bummer. Yeah, um, that was why I came over, I guess. God damn it. Maybe next time. The cucking thing got us into politics. <laughs> we can't help it, man. We're go okay, guys. Uh, that's our time. It's been a long show. <laughs> But thanks for coming, Tommy. I hopefully I'll see you in a few months. Wait, where are you going? Bye. <laughs>